Hi, welcome to the visitation here on St. Gabriel Radio. I am Mary Beth Eberhard, and I am here with my very good friend, Lisa Iglesias. Hey, lady. Hey, so good to be with you, Mary Beth. It's good to see you, too. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm always excited to hear what is in your heart, because your mind is so wise. So what (laughs) what should we talk about today? Well, you actually, I was thinking about this. I had a friend the other day who was... You know how I always say, like, how can I pray for you? Yeah. Right. It's just, it's important to me. It's a way to get to know the person. And, um, and she said, um, well, actually it was when we were online, we were praying the rosary Mm -hmm. and she said, pray for my conversion. And I paused because I was, I was thinking like, aren't you Catholic? Like we're praying the rosary (laughs) here, girl. Um, I'm thinking that's a Catholic prayer. Um, and I thought about it. And in conversation, it turns out that she is asking for prayers for conversion for herself, recognizing that um, she needs to grow deeper, right? So I've been pondering this a lot, as I do. I tend to, um, actually, I'm always, I don't know if you know this about me, but I always think that I'm not smart because in the moment, well, no, bear with me. In the moment, I can't answer quickly. I have to ponder. Mm -hmm. I have to think about it. And then I can come back to it, which is why writing suits me so well. (laughs) Um, Because I can can type and delete and type and delete. Um, But this this concept of needing to be converted. I know when I think of conversion, I think of, you know, the charge to go out and make disciples of all nations. Mm -hmm. Right. Evangelization. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Evangelization. And yet, um, and I pray for the conversion of my family. And in that process, I too need to be changed. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever felt that way? Um, yeah. I think I use a different word for like, for the idea more Ooh, like, you word? know, transform, transformation, transform my heart, change my heart to be more like yours. But conversion is, is better because conversion means to turn towards so towards means to turn away from something else so if i convert my thoughts to those of god i'm turning more towards um towards him towards his heart towards what he wants for me and i'm turning away from lies and sinful you know path maybe that i'm on and um so i'm turning away from it and so it's like an active movement i think so i like that idea i like the idea of like well what do i do i always ask you well what do we actually do here you know like well, how do how do i actually rest how do i actually savor how do i actually um well you know then how do i actually how does my heart get transformed well you turn away from the bad stuff like move your body move your mm. heart right now change your thoughts convert convert your heart and you know like the people and again with what you're saying like come um the conversion of you know the whole world right to, to know love and serve jesus i mean i, th- I think of our our friends and um and others who are adult converts to catholicism mm-hmm. they blow my mind yes. they are so fervor so, so fervent in their faith they have uh they, their eyes sparkle with the with with who they have found you know like maybe they were Christians and they find the fullness, you know, in the Catholic faith or, or whatever. That is what I think. That's what I think of when you, when you talk about conversion is I would like my cradle Catholic heart to be like that, you know, like to be like ever looking for the truth, ever looking for what does he really mean for, for me to do right now? Or who does he say I am right now? Like, 
that kind of yeah girl i think we just finished the show right here no <laughs> thank you no. for visiting us here on the front porch of the visitation um no what i mean exactly that i was as you were talking i was like and you know thank you jesus i think that this this notion of turning away from the old and being refreshed renewed mm. You talk about the tangible, how to do that. Um, I mean, our, the richness of our faith is beautiful in that way, right? We have the sacraments. So, there you, go. Um, you know, there's to be mm, to be changed, which when I think of con- conversion, I think of um, change. And I, I have to go to confession. Mm-hmm. I have to, um, who was, it? it was Amanda Miller who was talking about, um, do, do, like the rod and staff. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, um, not in a, in a negative way, but again, in that parental guiding way, I, I need that reminder and confession. There's grace and mercy and a gentleness, but there is also a, um, a turn, um, away from what, what you have embraced as yeah. truth or what you have allowed in to um, blur or make mucky this relationship that we have together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I need, I need the sacraments. I need confession. I need the quiet of adoration mm-hmm. almost to center my, my thoughts, to have that, those moments of recognition of where I am, um, at one with the Lord and where I have, um, allowed myself to stray mm-hmm. and I need mass. Oh, I need mass. Yeah. I need mass. I need the Eucharist. Yeah. I, I, I long to be able to go every day. It's not something yes. I can do, but when I do even just get that extra mass in during the oh, week, it's very um, special. It is. And it's one of those where it's like, okay, if I can get my bottom to Kroger, <laughs> I can get my bottom to there you go to Mass, right? There but you go. but just those extra um, moments to allow myself to draw closer to the Lord. Mm. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, yeah. I think that there's a a temptation to look always at the other when we talk about conversion, to be outward focused. Okay. On um, on others as far as, you know, what do we need in place to help everybody else be con- converted to Christ? Yeah. Um, to be, to fall into, fall into love, fall in love rather with Jesus. And the switch from outward to inward is what was so beautiful about this friend's reflection. And then just this, this need, and it's always her intention. It's this recognition on her half that inside of her is a continual battle a wrestling Mm. and I recognize that within myself I love to talk about it with my children I love to say um you know because in our house they've heard mommy say how can I pray for you so now that's (laughs) just routine that's part of our language our culture and our home and when I will say you know man I'm struggling pray pray for my conversion of heart because mm-hmm. I'm I'm really wrestling with something that mm-hmm. um that I'm doing or something that the Lord is calling me to and quite frankly I don't want to do it. And 
having that dialogue, being transparent with our kids, I think is important as well. That's huge. You, you've given them tools. That's like a, that's such a, a mercy to them to that they can even have that language, those words to actually use. And they'll use, they'll be able to use them, you know, as a young, uh, maybe husband or a young wife, you know, further down the road when they've got something that just is like, you know, really bugging them about this or that situation. Uh, and maybe they don't have the words to talk about it and they can have the language that you just said, like, please pray for me. Cause I'm having, I'm wrestling with like that. Those aren't, those aren't, you don't learn that in uh, another book somewhere, you know, like that's, that's beautiful modeling. And I think that's, that's something that, uh, yeah, I wish, I wish, you know, I, maybe I had learned that a long time ago to share those kind of thoughts like that, because I think, um, it's good for them to know, you know, in, you know, in this situation, like mom's rest, mom, mom doesn't have, isn't perfect. And mom isn't like already like, uh, you know, receive the crown. You know, I haven't, I haven't, haven't, you know, I, I'm not perfect. And, um, I, I, I've always, I always worried that if they found out that I wasn't perfect, then they'd lose respect for me or they would, um, uh, not listen or not obey or this and that. And, um, I'm grateful for the, uh, about, about 10 year gap in our, our kids, uh, you know, two older boys and uh, a son and daughter about 10 years later, because, um, I've, I've, I've learned that, uh, what I thought was wise as a 20 something year old mom is mm. wasn't wise, you know, and, and that, and that now maybe perhaps a smidgen more wise, you know, to, to, to realize that, it's good for them to know that I, you know, I'm growing, I'm still learning. I'm, I'm still learning to trust God, you know? Yeah. That transparency, I think is something that I've learned as a parent as well. You know, I, while I don't have as big a gap between my bigs and my smalls, I do have bigs and smalls. Right. And I was a different parent with my bigs than I am with my smalls and what I have learned and, um, <laughs> is the humility necessary to be vulnerable, authentic, real with my kids. Um, because when they see us that way, we're more approachable. Mm -hmm. They realize that we too struggle. Yeah. Um, and the more that they experience the you two yeah. moments with us, then the more we become mentors, mm -hmm. confidants, we establish that relationship. Mm -hmm. And that goes, I think, for relationships with our children, but it also goes for relationships with one another. Think about you and me. Mm -hmm. When one of us was brave enough way back when to say, you know, I, I struggled with this or I'm struggling. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, just that look on the other's face of like, what? you too. <laughs> And, and, yeah. and, but how it brought us closer. Yeah. Right. Agreed. And it allowed us to encourage one another. And in doing so, we've created a friendship that truly has led me to a deeper conversion. Same with me. Same with me. Yeah. And, um, and, and what you, what you're, I feel like you, what I'm hearing also is like, um, that's truth. And again, so now we're talking about the stuff of God, right? So that's, that's a truth. You, you know, one of us was brave enough to share. Well, we, a truth 
about like our present situation, whatever season it was we were going through and stuff. And, uh, and there is God in that moment, you know, and he, he led us to that moment and uh, the stay safe and sturdy shelter to be able to share in that moment or whatever. And instead of keeping it veiled, keeping it hidden, secret, self-loathing on whatever, you know, but, but illuminating, letting God kind of lead. Um, when I, when I was listening to just now, when you were saying the rod and the staff, um, so Jesus, the good shepherd, you know, a good shepherd doesn't, um, unduly beat his sheep. They would no longer be, um, suitable for whatever the owner of the sheep needs them for, whether they're selling them for meat or to be an unblemish, you know, whatever it is, lamb. Um, so they don't unduly beat but they do guide them away from the edge of the cliff. They, they guide them with, you know, like, Oh, go this way, go this way. And if, and if God is willing to do that with us and he says, you know, he is a good shepherd, then, you know, far be it for me to then like hold him, stiff arm him and say, well, no, 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 I'm, I'm a cradle Catholic. I'm good. I've been on all the sacraments. I'm good. I'm good. I'm great. I'm good. And, uh, yep. What do I have in my heart? I've got anger in my heart. I've got worry in my heart. I've got, um, you know, things I will not repent of, you know, like things that like you just hold, hold that tight because that was just a wrong done to me. Well, <laughs> again, so the, the good shepherd's like, yeah, no, mm-mm. You're, you're going to the cliff. Don't, don't go off the cliff. Let me, let me show you with my rod and staff with come in and, and take, take part of the sacraments. And like, like you were saying, I think, I think it all, you know, thankfully keeps coming back to that. You know, we need that. You're listening to the visitation here on St. Gabriel radio. This is Mary Beth Eberhard here with Lisa Iglesias. And we are talking about the need for our own conversion, we often think of conversion as a way of bringing others into the faith, and and there at times has been a necessary focus on on doing that. But I think there also is a very necessary need, necessary and need are together there. But um, for us to look inward and draw close to the Lord with that need recognizing our failings, recognizing our lack, recognizing our weaknesses, um, and giving them to the Lord and saying, you know, change my heart. Mm. Um, that puts a desire for me when I, when I go to the Lord and I'm like, look, (laughs) yes, my husband is constantly telling me he loves me. (laughs) And yes, he, he, um, sees me as beautiful, but Lord, you and I know the other parts of me. Mm. And yes, I, there is beauty in me because you are within me. And so I recognize that, but you and I both know the other parts Mm. and it is those parts, Lord, that are, um, are wounding me. And it's that which needs the conversion, that which needs to be drawn closer to you. Um, and having that vulnerability with the Lord leads us then to be able to have that vulnerability with others, mm-hmm. which then leads us toward a charity with others as mm-hmm. well. Does that make sense? Oh, definitely. Because when you realize the, your own brokenness, mm-hmm. where you need to be healed, the woundedness, and um, pray through it, you know, go to the different... Uh, avail yourself of the different things, unbound, um, and different things like that, those different mis- um, 
retreats and ministries and things like that, you, you're acutely aware then, um, what happens, what's happened to me is where I'll see or know, recognize that someone is just really uh, grumpy, <laughs> just maybe doesn't have a whole lot of anything positive to say, won't really laugh, won't really, you know, they just seem, and, and all I can think is I got to pray hard for them. I want, I need to listen to them. Like, but, but when you're, when you're in a particular spot there, you just don't want You're not going to share anything with anybody because you're in a spot where only Jesus can healing cure and now you can find yourself in in a therapy session or something but to pray through um all of that i think is the only way kind of in and through and break down that that the lies of like maybe you know we've accepted this is who i am you know i'm ugly i'm worthless i got nothing to share and all those ridiculous lies that you know we'll, we'll heap on and hold really close to our hearts and believe you know, and so I think uh, it makes me think of like maybe it was unbound um, a prayer uh, that I'm I'm recalling. I'm not sure, but just kind of the prayer of Lord, you know, here's my heart, and here's all of the maybe not chambers of my heart. And that was only like a an RN, <laughs> but like a, the, these rooms in my heart, these places in my heart. Come with your Holy Spirit and burn off all this chaff, burn off all of the dead in here. And um, Emily Geminet, um with the Sacred Heart, when she talks about like receiving Jesus in communion, you know, praying like, give me a heart transplant. Or just right now, give me a heart transplant. She, you know, boldly speaks like that, you know, and heart transplant, like that makes me shudder. You know, like that is massive. That's huge. I've seen that, you know, like, and, um, but yeah, could you do that, Lord? Could you, could you do that? Could you give me a heart transplant to be like yours? Whoa, mm. you know? And so, um, but but like a child, like ask for it like a child. Like I don't know what all that means. What will you what will you walk me through, Lord? Good shepherd with your rod and stuff. What do you what are you gonna walk me through to change my heart? But I want to. I would like to, you know, that conversion. I love that. I was thinking as you were talking as well, you know, we often have a you know, we have mother's hearts and giving language to my children is really important to me because words matter um, and hearts matter. And I think letting them know that their mother needs prayers for conversion, that she herself is struggling. Again, that I, the, the cycle kind of the going down the, the ladder a little bit, they see that, um, you know, they can recognize within themselves, they too. But then going out that charity again of, of instead of being judgmental towards someone else, right. We recognize that, Oh, they need a conversion of heart. They're hurting. They're Mm -hmm. hurting. Right. And that in allowing ourselves to be reconverted, that charity that floods our heart goes out and, it's it's like it's magnified mm-hmm. again. So by recognizing our own need for conversion, we convert. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I when mean, I'm, just think of it like um, Haley way back then mentioning that you know pray pray for my own conversion. Mm-hmm. We have been that's been resounding for you and me for years now. It's mm-hmm. been a couple of years now. Like, and that's exactly what you're saying. Like that thought that that humility to say. 
hey, could you, Mary Beth, pray for my conversion? I mean, it, that, that really kind of like, that really lets you in to know I'm not all okay. Like I'm, I'm a major work in progress. Like, please love me in this spot that I'm in. I mean, that's very humble. Yeah. And you know what image just came to me is, um, with praying for someone's own conversion, when, um, or recognizing that need, there's not a moment here on earth where it's met. There's not a moment, but this beautiful image of the angels and saints are like the angels who are just like, when, when you get to heaven, like the glorious, like celebration mm. that, that, um, is waiting. Right. And that's the moment. And it, it's just, just a beautiful thing, but also using the church and its magnitude for, to join with you along in this need for conversion. Does, so I, this is where I love my Catholic faith because right. we have this richness, right? And we have these angels, um, who just are shepherding us, um, our guardian angels. I mean, mine has to be exhausted, <laughs> but, um, where in those moments where we are falling short, um, calling fast and steady to our guardian angel, but also the saints, I mean, waking up and being like, you know, find some, make friends with the saints, find some that mm-hmm. are just your go-to. Um, there's no way that we can know them all. Right. Right. Just because there are um, millions in mm-hmm. heaven. Right. But make friends with ones that just speak to your heart mm-hmm. and ask them to pray for you. That's the beauty of our Catholic faith. I, I, I don't, I don't know what I would do without that because the need, the comfort of knowing that I'm being prayed for helps me persevere. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a recognition that without humility, without gratitude, without vulnerability, um, I would be stuck. Oh, right. I would be stuck in my own, is the word hubris, my own pride? Yeah. Um, and, or I would be stuck in my own sense of lacking, Mm -hmm. which could lead me down a path of, um, yeah, that also turning away from the Lord. Yeah, that also spills out to everyone as well. You know, like that that kind of a um deep sadness. Oh yeah. In Where's a, the in joy an, in in an untrue belief that we're holding on to. Yeah, we don't have a lot of patience, we don't have a lot of joy to share. Um, you know, to a, a quick a quick test <laughs> to see where you're at <laughs> in your in your uh, quest for constant conversion um to Jesus' heart is um as you walk past that hallway bathroom, check your look, check your face in the mirror. And, um, I have more than too often seen this just a disgusting scowl, like whatever I'm doing, whatever, whoever I'm going to, uh, have to deal with or help or what, what chore I need to go and do. And, uh, just check. Maybe you have a smile, but what's on, maybe you're not like me. But what's on my, what's in my heart is what's written on my face. Mm. And, um, and I, it's good. It's good. It's one of those Rod and Steph moments to go, are you grateful in the moment that you have everything you prayed for, that you've got a home to take care of, that you've got these, you know, folks in your household that you need 
to care for and you always wished and wanted for? There's a there's a recognition that in in desiring to be closer to Jesus, in desiring to draw our hearts closer to him, we need to be humble. We need to repent. You think of Mother Mary. What is she always saying? Yeah. What, what is her call um, to conversion? Because she's not, when she appears, um, you know, at Fatima or in Lourdes or all the places that she does, right? She's not just speaking to people who are not Catholic, right? She's speaking to the people who who, who are in a relationship, yeah. right? And she's saying, repent. So we have to draw back to the sacraments. We have to, um, and we have to recognize our own failings. And in doing so, we become that light. Like you said, we our face radiates um, the joy of living in a relationship with Jesus Christ. And we invite. We don't have to speak an invitation often. We, we live it out. And that is like the most incredible evangelization tool is to live with a joy that doesn't have a good explanation. And that, that it is so attractive and it is so um, magnetic for, for anyone, believer or not believer. They're just like, what? You know, the, the joke, what is she <laughs> consuming? <laughs> what the, what does why she is she so happy? Yeah, what is it, what yeah. is, what's going on there? You know, like I'm, we're in the same boat here and look at her. She's radiating and yeah. So amen. So Lord, we just ask you to change our hearts, to draw closer to us, draw us closer to you. And Mother Mary, we just ask you to push, pull in whatever direction we need to come closer to your son. We ask for the humility necessary to be vulnerable with you, Lord, and with others. And we ask you to help us be that light in converting our hearts that we may draw others closer to you. In your name we pray. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks, Mary Beth. Hey, anytime. Thanks for joining me here on the front porch of the visitation. See you next time.